Hi everybody, welcome to episode 107 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and on this week's episode I want to talk about you know staying positive and thinking positive thoughts because this is going out on Monday the April the 27th which marks the end of the first five weeks of lockdown here in the UK and I'm sure wherever you're listening to it in the world you'll be at different stages of your own lockdown. And of course, it's very easy, isn't it, in the in the early days of lockdown to have a positive attitude. And it can, you know, for some of you, it might well have been a bit of a novelty, all this stuff. For some of you, it's been a really hard time as well. So on this week's episode, I've got not only Adam Pearson, who's a brain expert. Uh, he runs a company called Nuki Hypnotherapy. But I've also got contributions from my LinkedIn associates who have answered the question about what they're doing to start, try and stay positive. So I hope you'll find some great ideas in this podcast about that. I've also launched, I need to tell you, a series called Sharpening Your Business Skills. It's on the Trevor Lee Media website. And first up, I've done a little mini-series on presentations. And the whole point of this is, is to give you free access to a learning tool because you're, if you're working from home or you're furloughed and you're thinking, well, you know, what am I going to do at certain times of the day or evening? Well, why not upskill yourself? Why not take this opportunity to learn new things so that when this is all over, whenever that happens to be, and whenever whatever normal looks like going forward, at least you've got some more skills in the presentation field. So do look at the mini-series. I'm going to add some more to it soon on the sales front. And don't forget the podcasts are now, the ones I'm recording over Zoom, the interviews are all going on YouTube as well, so you can watch the podcasts if you prefer to do that rather than download them. So if you look at my Trevor Lee channel on YouTube, or again, they're on my website. So let's get into this episode. It is all about trying to stay positive during difficult times. I hope you get some great stuff out of this and it will give you a bit of a lift uh, as you go through your, your daily lives. All right, let's get into the podcast and let's meet Adam Pearson from Nuki Hypnotherapy. Welcome everybody to the, uh, this episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Now, we're in lockdown and we're talking today about positivity in lockdown. And I've got with me on the show today, Adam Pearson from Nuki Hypnotherapy. Welcome, Adam. Thanks, Trevor. Good to see you. Nice to be here. Thanks very much for coming on the show, Adam. Now, I put a comment uh, or a post out on LinkedIn about you know, what people were doing to be, stay positive during lockdown now. And I've got a few comments, which maybe we can build into our conversation, Adam. But perhaps you could just start off by telling us, uh, telling our listeners a little bit about you and your company. Um, and then we'll talk about your thoughts and ideas around staying positive during the current situation. Yeah, and it's, it's such an important thing to do, I think. And uh, I'm a hypnotherapist, so my business is Nuki Hypnotherapy. But really, I'm, I, I'm a solution-focused hypnotherapist, which means I'm very much in the business of helping people focus on good things. And uh, it, it's, that, that's, it's quite a deliberate, deliberate thing. There's an increasing body of research that shows why that's a good idea. So that's, that's my profession is Nuki Hypnotherapy. Um, but I also um, run Cornwell Fest, which is a well-being business. Uh, was running festivals last year, now running online events. But really with the mission of putting people back in charge of their own and back in control of their own well-being. And positivity is a really important part of that. Great stuff. Now I can see from your banner 
uh, over your right shoulder, Adam, that you, you, that you use the words under your logo, calm, confidence and control. And I imagine right now in business, you know, that's, those are three really important words because a lot of businesses are you know, wondering what's going to happen. They're probably feeling far from calm. They're feeling far from confident and they have no control over the situation. So how, you know, what would be your sort of thoughts and advice to those businesses in terms of trying to overcome those factors and stay positive at the same time? Yeah, well, it's, it's now of all times is a good time to try and achieve some of that, isn't it? Um, and for me, there's, there are always challenges. And that's one thing I find really invigorating and, and interesting about the business world. It's a very pragmatic world. It's never perfect. There are always constraints and challenges. But being calm is a really good starting point. It's not just a nice thing to do. Um, there are always things that we can control. So yes, there are always things we can't control, but we do get some choice on what we focus on. And focusing on the things that we can control is a really good thing to do. And I imagine at the moment, um, I, you know, some of the comments that people put on the on my on my sort of post on LinkedIn about staying positive were, I think, around those you know sort of controlling things. Um, uh, Jenny Opie from uh, Bickerstaff Accountants put that she uh, she was staying positive through learning because you know that's something that she could control. She could decide how much learning she was going to do, and she was very excited when she replied to this post that she'd learned how to put a chatbot on her website. I don't think I've got a chatbot on my website. I don't know whether you've got one on yours, but um, and she was very excited about the different ways she could use it. So. Is that, a, is that a good example of how you can kind of feel as though you're in a little bit more control than, than, than you might otherwise be? I think learning is a great example. Yeah, I think someone, um, Stephen Pink or Pinker, someone, an expert in motivation, think that it says that mastery is one thing that's just very motivating for us. Getting good at something, improving a skill seems to be very invigorating and it, it just seems to sort of wake us up to some excitement. I suppose one thing it does is validates strengths that we have and makes us feel capable. Um, so yeah. it's, a, it's a very important, a very valuable part of, of being well, I think. Yeah. I think chatbots are an excellent example because I've been developing a hypnotherapy chatbot, which right. is, is a learning process. I can tell you something, that is a learning curve. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not quite finished yet, but uh, it's definitely something that uh, has been good for me to do that process and learning is good. I was going to say, is that part of your own way of staying positive for yourself right now? Well, learning certainly is. Yeah, I've always, I mean, I've, I, I actually believe that life basically is learning. Everything's a learning process. Um, there are some things in life that are, are repeated and predictable, but a lot of life, we just have to take it as it comes and use whatever skills we've got. But normally we learn in that process as well. And there's different stages to learning. We can reflect on things and learn from that, but we can also plan and, and sort of forecast things into the future. That process is a natural human process that is just part of growth. And I think that humans have a natural tendency to improve, to get better and to grow. And focusing on that is often a lot more productive than focusing on our human frailties and weaknesses and constraints. So learning itself is a positive aspiration and positive thing. That's interesting, that because one of the people who contributed was Richard Greaves. Richard's based up in Devon. He's an interim manager stroke director. And he said that he was staying positive by using the time now to reflect upon and plan for what he called change for the better going forward from his own personal point of view. So I, I, I took from that comment that he was trying to visualize himself in the future and what he would be doing differently and, in his words, better. Is that, is yeah. that, a, good, is that a good thing to do? 
Well, it's something that, again, when we're calm, we have this amazing capability. And I think maybe some other animals have it as well, but humans are quite good at remembering stuff and imagining stuff in the future when we're calm. And one thing that can happen when we're shocked or under stress is that our, our field of vision narrows, but the same with our sense of time. We're just dealing with like the immediate danger. So exercising our ability to reflect and to plan is a way of, it probably calms us down just doing it. When we're calm, we can do it, but when we do it, we probably become calm. And maybe that also gives us things which we can control. And I think partly maybe what Richard's saying is, there's stuff I can't control now, but at least I can plan for a time when I uh, will, be, will be back in control. And so that might give him a sense of comfort and, and something to do for the next few weeks until that <laughs> I happens. <laughs> I mean, that's really interesting that where you talk about sort of visualization, if you like, a scene, you know, what, it, you know, trying to picture what it's going to be like in the future and where you where you are and all that sort of stuff. And I, uh, I remember during my uh, sort of like leadership career, you know, when I was you know, managing lots of people and running organizations and um, every time someone came, you know, got a new job, I used to say to them, right, you now need to start thinking about and visualizing what your next job's going to be like. Uh, because that gives you something in your subconscious to aim for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's part of, you know, where we're at now is thinking about, well, when this is all over and, you know, we come back firing on all cylinders, what's my business going to look like? What are my customers going to look like? Who am I going to, is that, is that kind of part of that? I think two of the most sort of energy hungry things in the brain, one is thinking about the future and the other is making decisions. And that's pretty much what leaders do. And so to be thinking about the future and deciding things based on what may or may not happen in the future, that's the world really needs that. And it's an important resource. So, I mean, a couple of the people who replied to LinkedIn said, you know, they were doing things like they were making regular contact with their colleagues and their friends and their family. That was Sally Reed, who's an organizational development consultant. Uh, and Miles Corden, who's the spaceport director uh, in Cornwall, not far from where you are in Newquay, um, he talked about that you know how important human engagement was about you know having debates and chats and and you know putting nice images out there. But he he made a specific point about let's not rant during this time. So uh, is that do you think that's a good you know I mean that sounded very good to me in terms of you know let's let's focus on what's good and not. Not like you know, like social media normally is just full of people sh- slagging each other off or moaning. So yeah. I think what Miles was saying is, let's get rid of all that if we can. Well, first of all, I think it's so funny that someone who's basically putting things in space is talking about human interaction as well as thinking about the future. You know, you'd think that's a wonderful forward-looking thing, but but human interaction is also part of the mix. That's that's wonderful, and I'm sure that's the case. But it, it's I think it's really important to limit our exposure to to negative noise. There's absolutely no shortage of negative noise. And there's quite a lot of quite big institutions whose vested interest in is tripping us up with negative noise and finding our stress buckets and filling them up with noise because that makes us good consumers or something. Um, And it's very seductive and it's very well done. I personally have really had to learn in the last few weeks how to limit and, and to limit and in fact to be quite strict with myself. It's not actually not been that difficult now I've got into it because I think that the information that we need is is quite concise and quite available in some now well sort of formed sources. But it, it really takes a toll on ourselves, on not just our calmness, but our, our control and our confidence and our, our well-being to dwell on negative things. 
And there is a part of our brain whose job it is to pay a lot of attention to negative things. And it can get very excited about those negative things and, <laughs> and give us lots of like energy in the wrong direction, like call it panic or fight or flight, whatever, you know, it can happen. And it's great for running away from bears, but it's not great for viruses. Really. <laughs> it's not so good. There's I... more resourceful things we need to do and, and focus <laughs> on the positives. You know, it used to be something the Americans were famous for back in the day when when Brits were Brits and, and any talk of leadership and organizational development was also like referred to as tree hugging. I'm very pleased those days are gone and now positive psychology can be something we're allowed to talk about. And human interaction, who knew it's a good thing to do, you know. Thanks Miles, that's a wonderful thing to focus on. And we have not just neurons, but we have mirror neurons whose job it is to behave like other people behave and have empathy and feel the things that they feel. So it absolutely, makes a difference who we hang out with <laughs> and it's good to exercise some choice on that i remember reading once i saw a i think it was a friend of mine did a survey actually for the bbc like the things people fear most in life number one was death number two public speaking number three spending too much time with people i don't like and i thought <laughs> that's really that's really interesting that sort of rings true it's right up there with things that are not good to worry about well, that's, that's great insight, Adam. Have you got any uh, sort of top tips that you can share with our listeners to uh, you know, finish this podcast and get them through the next few weeks or however long we're going to be in this situation? Well, one thing that I think is a massive silver lining and a huge opportunity in this whole situation is that there now is like very clear advice and it's very consistent advice. And if you look at the government website, you look at the NHS website, you look at the MIND website and the Mental Health Foundation website, they're all saying the same thing. And the things they're saying are really simple and things we've always known, but we haven't always uh, bothered to pay attention to. And it is find a hobby, do something you enjoy doing. Like how often do we get told by the powers that be, just enjoy yourselves guys. That's the most <laughs> important thing you can do. <laughs> but it really is important and it's, it's great advice and it's, it's unique. So you can't prescribe what people do, but whatever you enjoy doing, do at least a little bit of it every day. And I'd say the same for relaxation. Just find some time. It's really not just nice, but it's really valuable. It's really important, vital for our own personal health, but for our health as communities to take some time to be calm because that's, it's, that's a very creative space. It's a very healthy space. And from calm, it's a very productive space. It's very good for business and good for life to be calm and just find some time, at least a little bit of time, but maybe on a daily basis. Don't wait another week or another 24 hours. Just on a daily basis, a little bit of calm is really good. Take a, a leaf out of the Buddha's book, or you know, the Eastern philosophy has been talking about it for thousands of years, and we're like now realizing, okay, this, this mindfulness, it's got something to it. This business is good. <laughs> that would be that would and, be one of my top. Uh, and Adam, I'm I'm imagining you're you're up and running. You're still open for business, uh, doing doing things like this. Uh, you know, working yeah. With... Well, hypnotherapists have been online and doing doing things and sort of pushing those boundaries for a few years now. So, it, and it works. It happens. A friend of mine's a dentist, and that's a little a little trickier, I think. To do things online as a dentist but as a hypnotherapist <laughs> it actually works really well face to face and zoom provides quite a lot of good connection and and quite a lot of hypnotherapy is is quite auditory as well i use my voice and 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 that can so it can it can work nicely remotely so we're very much open for business what it's provided for me as a business is an opportunity to, to sort of broaden my customer base actually and and to try working in groups so i'm now doing some sort of group zoom sessions and accessing audiences uh, through a slightly different business model. So actually through social prescribing, people are now able at no cost to them to 
to join a group and to learn together. So that's something I'm exploring that's working really nicely. Great stuff. So for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, you can, they can probably see your details on the uh, banner behind you to get in contact with you. But for mm -hmm. those of you who are listening to the audio, Adam, how do people get in touch if they decide that, you know, they want to get in touch with you now and talk to you about what, how you can help them right, right at this moment in time? How, 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 what's the contact? Well, Nuki Hypnotherapy is the name of the business and the website is nukihypnotherapy.com. And on Facebook, I'm Nuki Hypnotherapy. I think on Twitter, I might be Nuki Hypno. But if you do a Google search for hypnotherapy and Nuki, you'll, you'll find me pretty high up on listings, I think. Great stuff. And phone numbers, if you know, it's nice to chat sometimes if you'd like to phone, you know, give me a call. You'll find my number on there. And also a little plug maybe for the Nuki business networking event that's happening every Friday. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, it's the first, first group I joined. I say joined, it's like it just sort of happened, really. I found myself in this wonderful group before I'd even actually moved officially to Newquay. I was still looking for someone to live. But it's a lovely community. And to me, it epitomizes the best of conversation and connection. And it's been something that's really helped me increasingly to realize how important those two things are. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice way to we used to call it a nice way to start the weekend. Adam, that's been terrific having you on the show. I hope that I'm sure, well, I don't hope, I'm sure that all our listeners will have gained a huge amount from that and I'll be feeling really upbeat and positive because of it. And um, we'll take on board all your top tips. So thank you very much indeed. And, um, and you know, and I was going to say enjoy the rest of your lockdown. <laughs> I don't know if that's the, that's the comment to say really, but we, you know, we've all got to kind of uh, stay in that positive uh, mindset, haven't we? So, uh, and, yeah, this um, is certainly what I'm aiming for. Excellent. Thanks very much, Adam. Thank you very My much. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Trevor. Really good to see you. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast and I hope it's given you some good ideas to try and stay positive and I hope it's kind of motivated you and inspired you a little bit as well. And of course, one of the things that we talked about in the podcast was, was doing something different, learning something new, which was the chatbot that Jenny Opie mentioned from Bigger Staff Accountant. So, why not upskill yourself? I've put a free series on my website called Sharpening Your Business Skills and it's all about helping you become a confident and a better presenter. So I hope you'll get the benefit of that. There's short videos uh, in, on a slide over, voice over slide basis, anywhere between six and 11 minutes. And they walk through my seven P's of presenting model. So it's all free, you can download it, uh, get it, and it'll stay there. Well, at least for the interim <laughs> and of course if you do want me to work with you online or anything like that on both your sales or your presentation skills then do get in touch trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk so thanks for listening to the podcast and if you watched it on youtube or you're going to watch it on youtube thanks for that as well please do leave a review wherever you're watching or listening because that always encouraged me to uh, to produce more content so i am up in the up the ante on this i'm trying to produce lots of more content for you to help you and also trying to do two podcasts a week wherever I can. So I hope you appreciate it. I hope you enjoy it and uh, good luck with it. So, you know, keep positive, keep learning, keep, uh, keep safe, obviously. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to seeing you on the next show. Thanks very much.